Brown Boys Talk Toys. What's up, everybody? What's up, Transformers Collectors? All Collectors, one six scale nickel. Any toy collector, this is a podcast for you. This is a new podcast alert. We are your two hosts. I am Darren. What's going on, everybody? I'm Jal Horton. We want to start out by basically saying that this is started from a love of toys for both of us. And we're just seeing the growth and popularity of podcasts. And we want to just bring what we love to podcasts. We think we have something to contribute. Isn't that right? I couldn't have said it better. Uh, we both have a great devotion uh, to toys, and, and we like talking toys. We, knew, we talk toys, so uh, why not bring it to everybody and let everyone else get involved also? Exactly. So this is going to be a podcast, a community podcast. We want interaction from everybody. So, of course, we're starting slow, unknown, but we're going to continually dedicate ourselves to this. We're going to try to give you a podcast either weekly or bi-weekly we both have lives outside here so we're gonna but we're gonna give you something at a minimum twice a month and we're gonna talk about a a wide array of things and so i collect mainly i collect mainly transformers we're gonna talk more about that jail collects some everything and we're gonna get more into our individual collections in a minute but before we do that let's talk about just tell the people a little bit about yourself i tell them about myself and we'll say how we met and what made us decide to do this podcast all right, a little bit by myself. Um, I'm an Army veteran, uh, and, and I'm a stay-at-home dad. And that's what it takes up, you know, a majority of my time. And then uh, I, I'm 36 years old, and I've been collecting actively, like, hard since, like, 2006. Okay. That's really when I started, like, really collecting. Okay. And I really started with Transformers. Transformers is where I started, and that's where I collected for my first... Uh, probably like five, six, seven, five, six years is what I collected. Just Transformers. That was it. Okay. Transformers is, no, is like, it's like a gateway drug, right? So how they say marijuana is a gateway drug. It gets you started in the other drugs. So I think Transformers is the gateway drug to collect. And most people start with Transformers or at least a transforming kind of go and split off and try other things or whatever. So me, myself, I am 37. I am in IT. I do a couple of different things. I, um, I started collecting Transformers back in 2003 when Takara had started doing those re-releases of those G1 characters from like the 80s. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, That's so I, awesome. Yeah, I had started back then, but I had gave them to my son. And he, of course, as a young kid, he's 17 now. He tore them up and broke them down and stuff like that. And so I kind of got out the game. And, you know, I... I, I, I this is a story maybe for another time, but I said I would get back in the game because I always used to look at TF Source. And I'm like, no, I'm not spending $150 on this. So I'm not spending this on that because, you know, life bills, other things were coming coming at me. So I was like, well, if they ever drop a Masterpiece side sweep, side swipe, I'd get back in the game. Lo and behold, Takara drops a Masterpiece side swipe. So I'm like, okay, I like it. Cool. Playing around with it. And then I think I said if, they, if I see a Sunstreak or a Mirage, and so I think MMC dropped Mirage maybe like three years after that or two years after that. And I got Mirage. And then it just was a domino effect. It went then. Then I got Sunstreak and then I started collecting. And, you know, right. I'd probably say, you know, that domino led. It started around 2014 and now it's led me to where I'm at now. Like you, Transformers is, well, for me, Transformers is my first love. And I know you collect a lot of stuff. And so, you know, it's just, it's amazing how Transformers can be that gateway to what we love in general or whatever. So. Uh, let's tell them about how we how what, how we met 
Because I think, you know, that's an interesting story, Rangers. <laughs> I love how we met. It, it was awesome. Yeah. So, I, me, so me and a buddy went up to uh, TFCon in Chicago, and we go to check in. And we do our check-in thing. And I've been to four other bot cons. This was my first TF con. And I kind of know the drill. You know, you do check-in and you check the boards by check-in. And then you start seeing the room parties. You know, parts parties or people are selling stuff. And you had just checked in. And you were, like, trying to take everything in. Like, you look kind of lost in the sauce. And I saw this because I remember looking like that at my first con. And then... I approached you, and I was like, hey, man, like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, hey, you know, and we started chit-chatting, and then I was like, hey, you know you know about these room parties? And you're like, no, like, what's the deal with these? And then we kind of, ex- you know, I explained it a little bit, you know, it was self-explanatory, and we looked at the listings, and then on our phones, we all wrote down all the room numbers, and then from there, we, uh, me, you, and my buddy Mark, we, we started uh, hopping around from room to room, checking out all the sales. I was a virgin, and, and I was a collecting virgin or a botcon virgin, and you basically took me around and showed me the ropes and made me understand a lot better because I was taking it a lot in, and I had right. a couple. I had I was just ready to blow every bit of money I had. It was almost like the first right. room I walked in, I was going to throw all the money in. Hey, just give me everything. You know what I'm saying? And so right. You had to tell me to pace myself. You had to show me like, okay, this is, yeah. if you think this is something today, wait till tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So, I, right. it was a, you and Mark was so nice to me. And, you know, I didn't know anybody that I didn't, I mean, most of my friends, none of my friends are into tours or collecting. So, this is a passion I have on my own. And so, I was just very appreciative of you guys. And just, we went from room to room, just talking to us, just, and then, you know, getting to know each other a little better. And, you know, it turned out to be, that turned out to be one of the best weekends I had. And so, I really appreciate you for that. And I think our love for toys and our fun, and, you know, us liking each other as people because, you know, every, you can collect with somebody, but you wouldn't go have a beer with them. Like, me and you would go have a beer with each other. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, so, definitely, man. We had a great time. Exactly. Yeah, it was so, fun. I think that that was kind of like the... That first day was kind of, okay, this guy's cool. You know what I'm saying? I like what he's standing for. I can have a beer with him. And then the second day, we were all talking about trying to get some exclusives because um, everybody who's new to the podcast, if you haven't been to a BotCon, a lot of these BotCons have exclusives, but they have them numbered. So, like, the first, it may have only 100. And so, it's a line for these things. And so, I told you, I said, well, you know, we'll get there tomorrow. Whoever gets there first, just save a spot for the other. And I happened to get there first, and you know I was. You got there real first. Like <laughs> I wasn't planning on getting there till like eight thirty nine, and you were there like what seven fifteen? Yeah, I was there at seven fifteen, and I was. I mean, it yeah, was. I remember getting that text. You're like, "Hey, man, I'm here in line," and we were just like kind of rolling out of bed, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like he's already there. Do we need to hurry the fuck up? <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> I told you take your time, relax. I'm already here holding it down for us. So as long as one of us here, we all here. I felt so bad. I'll tell you truthfully, I felt so bad. Like, dude, he's already there. Like, we need to hurry our asses up. Like, <laughs> and I mean, it was all fun. It was all good. And so we both got we got in early enough to get the exclusives that we wanted. And so you know, I would have did that a hundred times out of a hundred. I would have gladly waited in I line. I really appreciated that day. You made that day. Like, you made the next day so easy and so awesome. There's nothing like getting into the room, like. At a at convention and being like, literally, we were one of the first 15. Being one of the first 15 people means so much because you can literally, 
if you've been in the game for a while, you can scan a table in a couple seconds. You know, you can look and see what they have, and if anything, if you want anything, hey man, how much is that? How much is that? You can make your round within the first ten minutes while people are still getting in the door. Like being one of those first 15, 20, 30 people is you have to be. Is gold, and I, 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 that's what I learned from my first TFCon when I met you. So I thought, you know, I didn't. I thought it was going to be some level of popular, but I didn't think it was going to be as popular as many people as it was, and as many exclusives as it was. And I knew it was going to be limited because they said it was going to be like for me. I wanted the the Mirage, the MMC Sphinx, um, the um, it's a customized edition where it's basically he's part clear, part painted, right? And so and see, that's what's different from a botcon. All the botcons, like when you register that first night, they have a separate room that opens up after you register that has all the botcon which is um hasbro produced exclusives within conjunction uh of um uh, someone will be able to uh, correct me or um i forget the name of the company that used to put it out uh, put out botcon but you would go and get your exclusives there you would get your box set they would hand it to you and then You'd go to the next room and they're exclusives. You'd have usually like three to four different sets of exclusives that would go with your box set. And then depending on what was going on, like for the first Transformers BotCon movie, they had the movie toys there first. And then you were able, if you bought them there, they gave you a sticker that you were able to put on. They didn't put them on the toys like they were supposed to. They just handed you the stickers. This is like first edition purchased at BotCon or something like that. Okay, okay. I've, I've that, seen those stickers and pictures before, so I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So that's what those were from. And But that's that's the only different thing that was a difference between the TFCon and the BotCon, whereas the BotCon, they are putting out, like BotCon itself is putting out exclusives, and they don't allow uh, the last couple of cons I went to, they didn't allow like third party stuff. They they you know quote unquote didn't allow third party stuff into the dealer room. You'd find some, but not you were not going to find anything like Wise Jang or anything like that, like you did at TFCon. Okay, okay, big huge difference. And then th- what I learned is TFCon the exclusives at TFCon are put out by the third parties. You know, and the, each third party, you know, they put out their own little exclusives. To help make exclusives for TFCon, so that was like the major difference between the two. Okay, so I could see that. So I could see like BotCon being more of an official, basically official type event where exactly. it showcases yeah, on official. official right? And you said it best. TFCon, you walk in there. MMC had like their own setup. I think um, Make Toys had their own setup. Which one is the one with the Dinobots? Fans Project, the one they had their own setup. And so you had all the toy companies, the big retailers on there, but you also had a lot of third party. The first BotCons, those guys were all there too. Okay. Like at the first BotCons, like uh, Big Bad Toy, that's how I first learned about Big Bad Toy, was going from my, to my first BotCon because they had a huge booth. Okay. Uh, but either they don't, you know, they stopped supporting the smaller ones and then. I think as BotCon progressed and they stopped allowing them to sell like third-party stuff, then you have a bunch of merchants that are trying to sell like basically the same masterpieces. You know what I mean? So exactly. A lot of uh, vendors dropped off towards the end there in BotCon, and that makes sense because, and we're gonna this is gonna be one of the topics we get to later on. If you take out third-party, there's so at least masterpiece scale, there's so few official products. So if you look at like 
for example. Yeah, but is that a fault because of the third party? Like, if it, it, what happens if, you know, Hasbro went after all the third parties and maybe knocked them out? Maybe they would come out with more stuff. But I think it's hard for them to compete sometimes. That's why they limit it so much. Yeah, so I, I, I think the bigger problem, and this is a Transformers-only problem, and this is definitely going to be a talking point we get to later. But you can correct me if you think I'm wrong. I think that the problem is Hasbro, does, they don't license out Transformers like they license out, like Disney's license out Star Wars to SH Figures and other things where like other um, properties are being licensed out. Third party is only here because Hasbro doesn't license it. Provide Hasbro's license. not going to license other people like... To compete against themselves. That's why they pay for that license. That's the reason. That's why uh, only NECA, that's why NECA doesn't put out Ninja Turtles throughout the rest of the year. That's why they're only allowed to do it like for Comic Con exclusives because Playmates hold the license and they dictate who can sell what and how they can sell it. And that's, excuse me, NECA does do uh, the quarter scale Ninja Turtles. And that's what they agreed with Playmates. Playmates, because that doesn't compete with anything that Playmates is selling. So for Hasbro or, or uh, Takara Tome to say, you know, give out their stuff, that's why they'll license, like, non-transforming Transformers. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, third that, parties. Because yeah. they, they're not putting out that stuff. They're not putting out non-transforming Transformers, so it doesn't compete. So they'll sell that license to, you know, 3A, 3-0, or MAS, you know, for these big non-transforming transformers because they don't make it they don't care you know hey you want to use that license for that sure pay me exactly that makes perfect sense and i just feel it's interesting this transformers is the only one that has this third party this type of problem like all the other like you said ninja turtles doesn't have this problem everything else doesn't have this problem but transforms and you know i want us to do a deep dive about that in another podcast but I, it's really interesting to me and it's it's like they it's like it's a monster that's been created just out of kind of necessity because Hasbro and Takara Tome, they're going to make the Primes, the Megatrons, all the great characters. But what happens to those? Third party should be a shelf filler, right? So, Gears. I'm looking at Bad Cube's Gears right now. It's a great toy. Yeah, he's awesome. But will Hasbro actually make a Gears? You know, and like, should, should they be thinking about making a Gears? Should they just stick to the bigger, better, more known Transformers who, you know, will... When they do masterpiece scale, everybody's going to buy a Prime. Everybody's going to buy a Star Scream and a Megatron and a Soundwave. So what's the cutoff line? Let's tell everybody what they can expect from this podcast. I think that's a good place to start. I don't know what they'll expect because I don't know fully what to expect yet. <laughs> that's the fun. So I think that, you know, we talked about some of this. We're going to, do, we're going to try to interview some of the more well-known people in collecting. And just to talk to them about various topics and update the news what's going on and collecting in general right so i think that was one of the things that you brought up what would you is anything particular you like to see done from us uh no i just like you know uh talk toy news talk what's going on you know just talk what's current um maybe do some interviewers with uh some reviewers like you just said uh maybe talk with some instagrammers instagram photographers if they would like to come you know and they could talk about you know, how they shoot their toys, what their inspirations are, what they use for effects, if they use Photoshop, you know, just sit down and talk. Um, yeah, exactly. So I know we talked about that. So I think that every episode we're going to give you some toy news. You know, we're going to talk about what we got on pre-order, what we got that came in today. And we're going to try to get, we're going to have a topic that we discuss. And we're going to also either 
discuss that topic amongst us for the whole time, or we're going to try to have an interviewer, uh, interview either, like you said, an Instagram person, a reviewer, whoever. I know Shark Thomas Prime is somebody you, you know, you've brought up in the past. You know, I watch a lot of score Bobby Scoreface videos. So we're going to try to just bring the collecting world to more, you know, do our part to bring the collecting world to more people because you'd be surprised how many people collect out here. And we just want to do our part to make, you know, to keep collecting continuing. So with that being said, tell us about your collection. Tell us what you collect. Describe your collection to us right now. Like I've never seen your collection. Describe your collection to me. As I look around my room, um, <laughs> I started off with Transformers. That's that's where I started off. Um, I started collecting before the first movie came out. That's when they put out like the Transformers, the movie. It was the first uh, Masterpiece Prime. It was a Masterpiece Prime, but not under the Masterpiece label. It was just like a big Prime, and you came to the stand, you know, and you hit any talks. Okay. I got them for $15 at Walmart on clearance. There was like four of them. Um, but I started Transformers. I collected Transformers for like first five or six years, and then uh, someone introduced me to Maddie Collector, and they did a um, He-Man line, He-Man Classics, and those were really dope. And so I signed up and I started collecting He-Man figures. And then there was one time I was at Toys R Us. And there was the He-Man figures paired up with uh, DC Universe figures. And I've always seen DC Universe figures and Marvel Legends as a Transformers collector because I always pass them, you know, walking down the aisles to the Transformers section. And I always thought, man, those are dope. Those are dope. But I can't afford to get into, like, another hobby, you know, another uh, genre of toys to collect. Exactly. But there was a DC Universe versus Masters of the Universe, and so I collected all those, and then I started collecting uh, DC Universe figures. And then when I started collecting DC Universe figures at the same time, you know, I'm looking at those, I'm looking at the Marvel Legends. And so um, I started, you know, picking up Marvel Legends, and I started collecting Marvel Legends. And then from those points, then I started buying back, you know, all the back figures, so, I'm missing like only I'm missing like three people from my DC Universe collection. I'm missing Doctor Fate, Lobo, and Plastic Man. Two of those are uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusives. Okay, you put a Lobo on Instagram. What Lobo was that? And so that's first, the one six scale uh, sideshow limited edition Lobo. Like limited edition, but he's not sold out yet. So he's, I mean, not that limited, or at least not that in want. But yeah, fifteen hundred. He's one of fifteen hundred. Okay, and you got a sideshow collectibles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a beautiful toy, by the way. So. Yeah, he's pretty dope. I, I wish his hair was a little bit different. Okay. I like right that that figure. They have his hair like windblown, like he's riding his bike. You know, his hair is like all messed up. Okay. I like it when it's resting on his shoulders, where it's kind of like a dreadlock kind of look. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. I, I, this is the thing with comic book characters. Depending on the toy, they they some of them go by whatever artist they had or whatever generation they are. So like you can get like a Superman that has his 90s costume or the 2000s costume. Or do you collect all of those or do you have a particular type of area that you focus in like 90s DC or 90s Marvel or whatever? Or you just collect them all. Not for my DC universe. I, I collected. I have them. 
like I collect them all. I'm a kind of a completionist. Okay. But my displays that I have for DCU Clacks, I have like a lantern display with all the different lanterns on there from white to black and everything in between. Um, then I my next shelves are like the two DC, uh, the Justice League, you know, and Justice League of America, like everyone that's a part of it, you know, put everyone out there. And then I have a couple shelves, like where one shelf's all Superman stuff. Or Superman and Doomsday figures, and then I have another shelf that's just Batman, and, and any figure that really gets put out that's decent by Superman or for Batman, I, I'll pick up. You know, okay. do you pick them up because because of how iconic they are? Because that's your favorite character? Because those are my favorite characters. Like my favorite DC character is Batman, and then my favorite Marvel guy is Iron Man. I like the rich guys, I guess. I see. Yeah. <laughs> you like money. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like the money, you know. So, uh, yeah, those are the guys I, I like to focus on more. Okay. All right. And then I go to the other side of my my room. That's like one wall. That's And, and on that wall, I also have all the Mythic Legends, so everything that the Four Horsemen have put out independently since they've their Gothtropolis line... Uh, Basically, is what I started with. So all their Gothtropolis stuff I've got all the way up to um, the last wave of Mythic Legions. I got the first two waves of Mythic Legions. And the figures are really high quality, but the figures, like legs, are so heavy that the figures... I don't want to say it's loose, but those joints on those legs, like if they move, like they don't necessarily stay how they should sometimes for how much they cost. So I kind of stopped collecting those. Okay. It's only on a few of the figures that got heavy legs, but yeah, it's not my favorite. Okay. And then I have my Marvel Legends set up. I have an X-Men shelf that's just Marvel Legends X-Men stuff, and I have everything from Toy Biz till now. And one thing I like to always say is I, I buy two, one to put away and one for display, so I have like a bunch of stuff in storage that's full waves you know, in box okay. that I don't put out necessarily for display anymore. Just because I don't have any room for uh, display for a Marvel Legends box anymore. Okay, what's your favorite wave in Marvel Legends, or do you have a favorite wave? Uh, my f- favorite, just because of like the build a figure and everything, is probably like the Fing- Fin Fang Foom wave. Okay, all right. had all the different Hulks. It was just a big Hulk wave, you know, and that was pretty dope. Okay. Right. And that wave was also offered as a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. So there's two different versions of it. One came with a gray Hulk, and then one came with a green Hulk. Okay. Well, you almost got me in Marvel Legends. I was in my local Target. Because I haven't started... I watch a lot of Marvel Legends videos, and I haven't started collecting yet. But for me, my favorite Marvel character is Colossus. So, like, they just did a Colossus. And I think he's part of the Warlock wave. Ah, uh-huh, he's dope. Yeah, and he's dope, and it, and the Warlock builder figure, I think it's painted so well. So I've seen, I've seen everybody else but Colossus in that wave, and so I, it's Colossus, Old Man Logan, I want to say, and I forget everybody. I want to say Polaris, but I could be wrong. But the builder figure Warlock is painted beautifully. Like I want to get all of them just to get the builder figure. So you know, even though I haven't crossed over yet, because kind of like you. Like you said at first, I don't want—I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it seems like I'm gonna get pushed down there at some point. So when I do do it, Marvel Legends is gonna be—that's probably gonna be the first thing I start with, and probably that specific Warlock wave or whatever. So I was just curious, what's your favorite wave? 
that's a good way to start with. And if you could find it on the pegs, I would pick it up. Uh, except for Polaris, you could find her for cheap, like <laughs> on e- like eBay for like eight dollars shipped. You know, like oh wow. But everyone else is, yeah. You should pick them up. Okay. I got a couple extra ones laying around. I could, I'll look and see where they're at. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, it's just amazing when you start talking about Marvel Legends. You know, we had talked about it on Instagram, how, like, you know, I'm kind of leery about going down that rabbit hole. But the more I hear about them, the more I see them, the more I want to go down that it's rabbit just, hole. You always just stick to one, you know, a genre. Just say, you're, just stick to X-Men. And I think X-Men waves, you know, there's probably like two put out a year. So okay. it's not bad if you're just doing like an X-Men wave. Okay. Or an X-Men collector. Okay. All right, because... That's it. All right, so you walk us through your Marvel Legends, and you do you have all the? Do you have? Are you collecting all the ways, or is it primarily? Yeah, I always buy. What I usually do with Marvel Legends now is I always buy a box. Like I always buy whatever current waves are coming out. I buy them. I go to Entertainment Earth. They offer free shipping, and then I got like a code to give me fifteen dollars off. So I get it shipped for one forty four ninety nine. They're usually one fifty nine ninety nine plus you know shipping. Uh, so that's where I get them from, but I always buy a case. And then my fun is going to my local stores and I hunt whatever's on the pegs. So whatever I can find on the peg and then add to my collection if I want them, that's how I add them. That's very smart. That's so very smart. I always have a full wave. You know what I mean? They're sealed, they're put up, and then I just hunt my local stores for whoever. So you playing with house money in that regard because you already have the waves <laughs> in the box, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. That's very smart. You know, so, do you when you so let me ask you this: when you're out in the wild, that's what I heard it being called hunting on pigs. What where do you normally go? And what do you do? You normally find like a good, lot of good figures or the same figure over and over and over. How do how do you navigate through that? Uh, my I got I live in like kind of quote unquote rural Missouri. Um, so I, I hit up WalMarts and I got a couple like one Target I may hit up. But that's like thirty miles away. Um, but I have a couple Target or WalMarts, and so I have three WalMarts I'll hit up, mm-hmm. and two of them are like usually gold. Like there's no collectors there where I live. There's a couple collectors that I compete with, and just for example, like we'd had nothing new on any any of our our pegs. It's been uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Wave One, which is like three or four sets back. I mean, there's been Spider-Man, Thor, um, oh, there's a couple more uh, that I'm missing. Okay. Uh, the Netflix wave and nothing. And then I went in today, yesterday and I found the full Thor wave minus Hella, which bummed me out. So I picked up the Ares and he's a dope figure. He's big and heavy. He's a badass figure. Okay. And then um, they also had uh, the Marvel Netflix wave, and all that was left was Blade. It was Blade and um, Bullseye. So I picked up Blade. Okay. Oh, and they had Jessica Jones, and I got Jessica Jones too. So I picked up Jessica Jones and Blade. So when I'm out in, in my local retailer, so you're in rural Missouri, I'm in the city of Atlanta. And so what I see in Target, especially with Marvel Legends, is that they're, they always have like pretty much the same thing over and over and over. So they may have three characters. So like, I think they, I think they had the um, Netflix wave. So they had like maybe four blades on the pig and like one Jessica Jones or something like that. So I run into kind of the opposite problem with you. So it's not so much as 
collectors is just people just buy it for their kids or whatever. And they really don't care. They just buying it for their kids. And so it's, it's left with the same thing. So I was just wondering uh, if, you, if you had that same problem when you go looking at stores. Not, not around here. A lot of people where I live don't necessarily have the disposable income to be collecting toys. And uh, I don't know how to say it. They just, they don't. Okay. So it, it works out well for me. <laughs> hey, I see. All right, so you were saying you, you got Marvel, you got DC. And so I got, yeah, I got my Marvel Legends, and then I got, like, an X-Men shelf. Below that is some more Ninja Turtles. It's, like, the SH figure arts, and then the NECA set from last year. Uh, the Krang, it was a third-party uh, Gokin uh, with him in his big robot suit. And below that, I got a, a shelf of, like, wrestlers from, I guess, like late 80s to early 90s just when i was like little you know and watched wrestling a lot can we stop right up with it yeah 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 who was your favorite wrestler growing up it was really tough like i really liked hulk hogan right that's who everyone gets in because of hulk hogan mm-hmm. but i remember watching like the cartoon series and stuff when i was little and like it was like him versus rowdy rowdy piper and rowdy rowdy piper were the bad guys but i like rowdy rowdy piper okay and then when Ultimate Warrior came around, stuff like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. So the reason I asked about wrestling, because wrestling in Atlanta, when we were growing right. up. Go, that goes together, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When we were growing up, like, WWF was basically a northern-based promotion. But NWA with Ric Flair, they used to tape right. every they used to tape every Wednesday and some Saturdays in Atlanta. And so all the main events were in Atlanta. Like, the big matches, like Starcades. They would do Starcades, but they would always have, like, a big show in Atlanta. But but they take their weekly. So like, I used to go to me and my dad used to go to all the wrestling things at the time before he passed. And we also on Friday on Saturday night they used to have this wrestling show, and they used to show wrestling from all over the country. It started at five in the afternoon and ended at four in the morning. And so you just see a wrestling. Like I don't know if you guys got Memphis with Jerry Lawler and other stuff like that. I just it just made me go back to that part or whatever because they had. Yeah, they had a lot of people from St. Louis or in the Missouri area who always wrestled in Memphis. So that's why I just wondered when you said that. Well, see, when I grew up, I grew up in Long Beach and Bakersfield, California. Those okay. are the two places I lived. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't grow up out here. So you were saying you had red. So back to the figures. I'm sorry to cut you off. You said you what so wrestling figures? figures you yeah, so then I have wrestling figures, like a whole, I don't know, there's probably like 25 figures I got down there. The newest one, I just picked up Mankind. You know, with his with his uh, with Mr. Socko. Okay. Uh, I got him like two days ago, and then I have a Marvel Legends shelf of the movie and now slash TV shows. You know, just like the movie figure guys. Okay. Below that, an Avengers shelf of every comic book Avenger. I don't know. There's like forty five people on the shelf, probably. I don't know. Someone probably. Oh, there's forty three actual Avengers. Like, okay, there's forty three. Whatever. <laughs> and then uh, next to that. I got my, and along both those shelves are all the exclusives. Like, all my shelves are connected. I have uh, the Ikea, uh, you know, like, bookshelves. Okay. And my one wall, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have, like, eight of those shelving units on one wall. That gives you an idea as I'm talking through my shelves. Oh, wow. And along the top of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's one wall. And along the whole top is, like I said, either big build-of-figures like Galactus, 
Um, up there, I have mixed up with comics. I like to like collect like first appearance comics, so I'll mix those up with my figures and store them next to my figures. But my first, the top walls, all the exclusives or you know different build of figures up there. Okay. And then that goes into my hot toys. And then I only got a few hot toys. I got like uh, the Iron Patriot, Tony Stark when he's all beat up, uh, Mark Seven with a. Uh, like a unit, uh, whatever you'd call, uh, what do you call his place where he puts his suits? I know, his armory. Yeah, one of his, it's like one of his single armory things. Okay. And then I have Heartbreaker, Thor from the first movie, Captain America from Captain America, uh, the Avengers, uh, Hulk, and then Star-Lord, Groot, and Rocket. For my hot toys, and then it goes into Transformers, and then my Transformers takes up like three bookshelves full, okay. and one of the bookshelves is like all the Combiner series with Masterpiece. The whole top is all Masterpiece. I've been collecting the Masterpiece Transformers line since so like MP1, like from the very beginning. Uh, like my favorite one, I, it's my the funniest one to me. I'll just talk about it real quick. Is the Transformers Convoys quote unquote sleep version? Like his, his deathbed version. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're uh, talking about. Yeah. That's like my favorite, just because it's like the funniest one to me. <laughs> um, so I have like three shelves full. I have a shelf that's all G1 guys I grew up with, and it's all their masterpiece versions. Yeah. And then I have another shelf that's got like all the masterpiece bad guys. And then I have a shelf full of uh, Y Zhang. So I have all their Optimus Primes that they've put out. They put out a Nemesis Prime, uh, Optimus Prime, uh, Ultra Magnus, the repaint of the white and uh, that bluish color, and then a clear Prime, then a Sideswipe they put out, and then some movie figures that they put out, White Jang, like the best movie figures. I love them. And then a super deformed shelf, uh, two, three shelves of Voltron. Okay. Did you get the Solar Joker joke version? Uh, yeah, 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 I got him, yeah. Okay. He's out for display. Mm-hmm. I had that version, the, like, 30th anniversary edition, which sucked. Um, the Voltron, the uh, Maddie Collector edition. And then I had the, a Lion Bot. So the first Voltron toy, and someone will correct me, I don't know exact year it was put out. Probably, like, 1981, 1984. Well, <clears throat> before the official toy came out, there was a... Uh, knockoff Chinese knockoff version same quality that came out before the official version so I have that version which is technically like the first release the first released Voltron quote unquote so I picked him I picked him up from the toy uh, what's his name the to- he used to have a toy show like the toy hunter yeah yeah I know what you're talking about yeah. yeah I picked it up from him at a, at a convention okay and then next to that I have a shelf that's dedicated to like the uh, Optimus Prime Classics mold I love that mold. Okay. And I have, uh, I don't know, like 12, 13, 14 different versions of him. And below him is a Rodimus shelf. And I like his classics version. And there's, what, three, six, seven, eight, nine different versions of him. I have a shelf. And then below that's a bunch of Power Rangers, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said Transformers was the first thing you collected. What's your favorite thing you collect now? Or have collected? 
I get, uh, it's really tough. It really changes uh, on the figures. I don't know. Right now, what I'm really excited for is Storm Collectibles has been putting out like a Mortal Kombat. Oh, I uh, saw that. I saw, they did. A, I seen the, um, what's the ice one? Sub-Zero. I seen the Sub-Zero one. Amazing quality. Yeah. I love these figures. They're amazing. They're probably the best like action figure that I've held and messed with in years. Like okay. they're dope. Okay. Yeah, I, I it's and like then every version they come out with. Everything they're putting out with by them, I'm buying it. Like oh. the Mortal Kombat's because they got like the Tekken license now and I don't know, they got like the four the the four main they got Tekken and uh, what's the other fighting game? It's Tekken, it's Mortal Kombat. They don't have Street Fighter. Somebody else has Street Fighter. Um, no, they have Street Fighter. So they they're do. the ones That's doing the Street Fighter um, with the... Um, I think they're doing the Street Fighter 5 right now because i seen somebody with the Ryu or Ryu, however you pronounce They have Yeah, they got Ryu or um, Ryu. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, yeah. that Ryu, that Ryu is nice. I've seen that. That's actually very nice. And so I haven't messed with their quality. Um one of the reviewers that I watch, he had the M. Bison figure, and it had the same, like, two right biceps. So the left bicep had the right bicep on there. And just that kind of quality control issue for that line scared me away not to mess with those Completely those understand. Figures. Completely understand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that, you got an amazing collection. I mean... You put my little collection to shame. Oh, that's just my display. Oh wow! I have so I have so much like put away. It's not even it's not even funny. Like I have right in front of me. Like I have an Iron Man display. That's I'm gonna have to put up. It's like my Hulkbuster display, kind of. Okay. So it's the King Arts one ninth scale Hulkbuster with the Mark Forty Three inside of him. Uh, the SH Figure Arts one twelve Hulkbuster. I have. Oh, I forget the other name of the co- Sentinel. I have the Sentinel Hulkbuster, and then I have all the Sentinel line together. Okay, right. but that's like one shelf that I mean that's sitting right in front of me. I didn't say nothing. On my rafters, I have like Mark One through like thirty five in order. Up on my uh, like I have an Iron Beam. I'm, my, my man cave's in my basement, <laughs> and so I kind of made the you know my room to my specifications. Okay, all right. Well, that's amazing. You got all the marks. Cause what well, don't they go up to like forty or something like that? But you got most of them, if not all. Right of them. now, I think in the movie, the the last one was Mark Forty Seven. Yeah, that's so. But they haven't made all the toys for them yet. No, so. they ha- they haven't. But between like Marvel Legends that they put out, like the movie figures and stuff, and uh, Rebel Tech when the first movies were coming out, Rebel Tech like SH Figure Arts now is picking up a lot. Like, and they're putting out a bunch of the old. Um, like armors they just put out like for order you know like uh the mark ii and the mark five i have all those already from rebel tech so i didn't i'm not gonna buy them again okay but rebel tech started off with like the mark one two three four i think they went up to like nine or ten and then they've put other ones out here and there but then i've used either the movie or marvel legends to fill in the gaps between to make my own like little Iron Man, yeah, that's my Iron Man setup up there. Okay. Like Iron Man, I love collecting all his figures and Spider Man. Like if there's a Spider Man figure coming out, I'm gonna pick him up. Have you had a chance to play the Rebel Tech Spider Man? No, I haven't. I have the Rebel Tech Deadpool, and I love it. It's like it's a really cool concept and all that good stuff. But 
number one, my quality of photos isn't up to that scale where I need a $75 uh, Spider-Man. You know, like, I'll take a Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. I'd rather buy that than a Reveltech one. And then the thing that scares me about Reveltech figures, too, is they get, like, all the new ones, they get knocked off so quick and so easy yeah. that it scares the crap out of me. You're spending $75 on a figure that I could go right back on eBay and find for, like, $20 shit. I could see that. The only thing about Reveltech I like is that Spider-Man is one of those characters where it lent, like, what they're trying to do with their toys. Oh, definitely. It, it serves his purpose. It serves yeah. his purpose. Exactly. So, like, no, I definitely agree with that. It's just that figure in particular that just—it's a beautiful looking figure. It just scares me. No, no, it makes sense. The way some of the the joints, like on my Deadpool, his shoulders were like double jointed in a weird way. So I have a bunch of because um, I have a bunch of uh, Rebel Tech and different figures. I have I've bought quite a few different. Um, amounts of, of their joints and their stuff so i rearranged i took out a bunch of different of his joints and put in like single joints because it made it look better and cleaner yeah like, i had a, yeah i replaced quite a like three four sets of joints in his i can see that because like the the problem with robotech is that they're trying to do these super articulated i think that's the thing they're trying calling it super articulated characters yeah no it is yeah yeah, yeah. hyper hyper super or hyper yeah and that doesn't yeah. You know, that doesn't lend itself to, like, Spider-Man is a character that that lends itself to. And the problem with them is that they make characters who that stuff doesn't lend itself to those characters, like Deadpool. Deadpool's a great character, but, you know, what you he doesn't need that type of um, articulation, right? But, like, I think they should, if they're all going to do this, they should find and focus more on characters who their backstory and their, what, and their description kind of lends itself to that super articulated type thing. Like Nightcrawler. Yeah, because the another. next guys that they got is, like, Wolverine. And which the, I'm glad that the Wolverines that they're doing is actually I'm excited about because it's the tiger stripe, like the blue and yellow. That's my favorite Wolverine, the blue and yellow. They haven't done one of him yet. And then Magneto. Okay. Like they look dope, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Not my saying. At one time they would have been my saying, but right now, no, like, no, my collection is like, I, this year I'm trying to trim down on what I'm collecting. Okay. All right. We'll talk more about that. Is that is that pretty much your collection in, in you know in a nutshell? Oh no, I, I mean I got um, like oh uh, yeah, I mean that's my display collection. Yeah, yeah. display. I, got, I mean that's your display like, in a nutshell. Play Kai Justice League shelf. I kind of glanced over a lot of my shelves. I just get like I have a Mezco shelf right now that I'm building on. That I got the the uh, Dark Knight Returns blue version of Batman. The San Diego Comic Con Deadpool, uh, the movie version of Superman and Batman. I mean, like above that shelf, I have a bunch of different Play Arts Kai Batmans, and then I got a one six scale Sub Zero up there holding a one six scale Flash head. He's sitting on Flash's body um, with Dark Side up there. The Play Arts Dark Side. Uh, then I have like I actually have like three Ninja Turtles displays. I just kind of talked about one shelf, but I got another shelf that's got like the quarter scale. And then this year, San Diego Comic Con, and then the two thousand ooh like nine the white set. And then I got the NECA stuff on top of them. And then I got a wall full like 
where I did like a custom little Kinect setup that has three tiers full of Ninja Turtles. Each tier is like a different release, like the classics. And then I got another set of NECA Turtles up there. And those NECA Turtles were the knockoff ones where they knocked off and painted their bandanas, which I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. And then some play arts, like two different play arts, you know, in the movie, some movie uh, play arts figures. Let me ask you this. But, yeah. Between play arts, SH Fig Wars, and those type companies, which do you have a favorite out of those, or it just depends on the character? Or not play arts, playmates, excuse me if I said play arts. Or, or, or yeah, play or Kai arts, play arts Kai. Yeah, play arts Kai, between them and like SH Fig Wars. Right now, SH Fig Arts used to, like, killed it with me. Like, I love SH Fig Arts until I got SH Fig Arts Ant Man. And two of his joints were loose, like they weren't pressed down all the way. So I had to get—I got my needle nose pliers out and I popped them in there. Ever since then, I don't know why. Like that, little stuff like that, little QC problems like that will scare me away. So I stopped collecting. But usually, SH Figure Arts is like what I get excited for. Okay. At least I used to get. That's what I used to get excited for. Like when they put out their Hulk Buster and they're putting out. But right now. They're just too expensive. Like, I would love to collect their Iron Man suits, but they want, like, $100 a piece for, like, oh, an yeah. Iron Man suit that's... There, there's a... I haven't bought any of them, but Comic Cape Studios, they make, like, one six scale die-cast movie figures that light up and stuff, and they're, like, 100 to 125 bucks. You know, if I'm going to spend that much, I'm going to spend... I might as well spend another $20 and get those guys. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I just... Yeah, like, they'll... That's what I get excited for. And then, depending, like, I'm excited for my Hot Toys Hulkbuster. Like, I've been waiting, like, two years for this guy. And he's supposed to be coming out, like, this fall. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm excited for him. But probably, so, SH Figure Arts, I really, I really dig their stuff. But then, Hasbro, with their Marvel Legends, I really like the Marvel Legends. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's the funny thing. When Hasbro's committed, and when they're, like, when they give a damn, they when they actually give a damn about a figure, they do a really good job. The problem is getting Oh them, yeah, definitely. The problem is getting them to consistently give a damn through a whole wave, a two wave, or three waves right. of figures. So I mean the problem isn't that they a lot of people think Hasbro can't put out quality. They can put out quality whenever they want to. They just don't consistently do it. And you can tell that like they'll put quality out in one and try to make the money back on skimping on another. And that's just the problem that you know, when I see with them. So. Yeah. And then other companies just got like Play Arts Kai. Their stuff used to be pretty dope. Like a, a 10, 11 inch figure. Um, and back when I collected the, the Justice League figures, they were going for like 75 to $80, $85 a piece. Now all their figures are like 150 175 and up. Like and up. Like there's a Joker figure that's 299 ridiculous to me like some lines are, are paying either they're paying way too much for li- in licensing fees and it's just being passed on to us be- because it's getting horrible like some lines some companies it's just becoming too expensive to even try to collect them it's not it gets to a point it's like saying we're trying which company made those DC variant on figures? Was that Play Arts Kai? Those are the ones I have. Yeah, the DC variant, like the that's the Play Arts Kai. Okay. I have all. Okay. The, yeah, the DC variant guys. Like I have the Justice League of them. Okay, 
those are good figures. I, I've seen. Yeah, those. and they were de- they're good figures and a good price. Yep. They were like I said, seventy five to eighty five dollars, maybe eighty nine ninety nine or something. Okay. But literally, like a, a Batman figure right now for Play Arts Kai is probably like one forty nine, and that's like the cheapest one now. Oh wow, that's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's just it, there's so many other figures I'd rather spend my money on than imports. I'm not sure if I'm getting passed on because it's an import, you know, like. Because yeah. we obviously get, you know, it hiked up a little bit for us. But after the Play Arts variant, after those, like, prices just got crazy. Well, you have an amazing collection, as I'm looking at my collection. Oh, I can't wait for you to come over and see it for yourself. I am. I am. I can't wait. Cause That's the one I, I'm excited for. That, I mean, yours is Shangri-La, because I'm looking at my collection. And much like you, have, you are more of a shelf, shelf guy. I'm more of a detox guy. So, like, yours is more horizontal. I try to align my things vertical. So, everything in, like, a vertical um, alignment for me is connected in some type of way. And so, as I look around with mine, um, I'm going to just give a real quick description of what I have going on right now. Yes, please. So, I'm starting. So, I have, like, Make Toys did this cross-dimensions line, which um, with, Rider, with Megatron is Rider, Despotron, and basically... Um, Optimus Prime, and so it's, the whole point of it is that, that they let their designers have a lot of fun with characters that you know. So I have Nemesis Prime taking on Megatron and Optimus Prime, and it's kind of a dynamic yep. setup. Um, below that, these are, and this is my one-off kind of thing where I have one-off um, figures. Um, the fans project, I went, I started down the rabbit hole of their Dinobots. I'm fairly disappointed with them, but I have their I have their Dinobots, and I, they haven't finished up with a snarl. So once they have a snarl. I have that complete, but that's another um, shelf. Then I have Super Deformed, Master Made, Super Deformed, Omega Supreme. Um, real quickly, Super Deformed is something fun off the beam path. If you ever look, if you ever have the money to look at Super Deformed, not you, but to our listeners. Okay, I was like, I got a shelf of Super Deformed. Yeah, yeah, not you. I'm saying to our listeners, to our listeners, if you ever one of the figures pissed me off. I'll let you finish what you're saying, but I got a super deformed. I'll tell you a story about it after you're done. Piss me off, man. Okay, so I got the Omega Supreme super deformed, and so to one of my to the listeners, if you ever have a chance, I'm not gonna say which one to try super deformed, super deformed to try, but they are a nice change of pace, if you will, something different to try. And then below that is my customs. So it's a whole bunch of figures that have been custom painted, a custom design, custom change. So that's one shelf. That's one detail. Excuse me. Oh, uh, go ahead. Do your do your own super deformed story because I'm interested to hear. Oh no, there was a there was a super deformed that got put out. I'm trying to find it right now, but they don't even have it uh, for sale anymore. So it was supposed to be a one of ten, like a Japanese exclusive. I'm trying to remember what Japanese convention it was, but it's basically like a convention where toy licensees, like holders, you know, Hasbro, Takarotome, and different Japanese ones for different Japanese, you know, toy lines. They allow them for one day. They're allowed to. They buy a license for one day, and for that one day, they're allowed to produce a limited amount of figures. And the one I picked up was a Fortress Maximus, right? And he was only available at this convention in Japan. Blah blah blah. One of ten, right? I got number two. Um, and I paid four hundred freaking dollars for him, right? And then oh, like. Man. Six months later, they show up on Big Bad Toy for uh, for two ninety nine, and they came. There was like three. There was like the Fort Max, 
uh, General, you know, Max, and then the Korean version, I think, or someone will correct me, but the three different versions, you know, that they redecoed Fort Max in. The, the one I got sold out, but it just pissed me off that he was supposed to be one of ten for this Japanese convention only, blah, 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 and somehow Big Bad Toy came across, like, this pile of them. That pissed me off. That's what happened to the, um, you know, I keep talking about the MMC Spinks. That's what happened to the TF conversion last year. So, you know, when we went, it was supposed to be like one of them. Yeah, he sold out, and he was going for a lot of money. And I just saw my buck on Big Bad Toy for like $49 or something, Exactly. Right? So, that's where, so, like, he was going for like, I want to say he went for like 125 or something. I forget yeah. that's the number. And so, like, me and you went line. I think we both got one. Oh, I, and so. I didn't get one. Nah, I didn't get any of them. I got one because you went to another, you went to another, um, pound the wise, You turned me on to the Wise Jang, man, and that, I just got hooked on them. Wise Jang makes a great product. <laughs> they make a great product. But, uh, I had got, so I had got it. So it's still in the box. I'm looking at it now. And so I was, <laughs> I, I'm talking, and so I was looking, I looked on TF Source and they had it for like $60. I was like, what the, f-? you know, so I was like, what's the point of being a convention exclusive is if you're just going to release it? Three months later, you know what I'm saying. So, kind of, I, I feel your pain. So, I completely feel your pain. So, um, let me go on and go to my next shelf. I'm gonna try to hurry up and get up so we can get out of here. So, my second detolf is IDW based. I'm a real big IDW Transformers fan. They don't transform as much in the comments, but the writing is amazing. So, at the top, I have like Nova Prime. MMC and a lot of these are MMCs figures. He's dope. The yeah. white one with the wings. Yeah, I have him. And I have their version of Movie Lockdown. He's okay. He's not... Okay. Yeah. Their version of Lockdown, not Movie Lockdown. And so, in my second shelf, um, I have the Lost Light crew. So, I have... Um, it's a mashup. So, I have, like, Mate Toys, Swerve and Tailgate, which are amazing. I have MP Hot, Hot Rod and Chrome Dome. Or Mate Toys Chrome Dome. I have, like, uh, X, and some X-Trans spots, like Cyclonus and Pipes and... They suck. It's transbot suck. We'll get more into that later. And then in the next display is an action display. I have MLC's Carnifaction Torn about to shoot Megatron. Um, and that's a scene from one of the comics. So it's like a, where they're trying to kill Megatron. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but I have basically that scene. And the final detail below that, I have records. I just have a bunch of um, different characters that make up my record squad. Detoff is going to Generation 1 Masterpiece. So I have Prime, some of his team around him, the Ratchet, Ironhide, Sideswipe, and Sunstreaker. Then I have below that Megatron and the Seekers. Then I have Soundwave and Reflector and the Tapes. And then I have some more G1 bots. And then the next two shells for me are kind of combiners. I have Toy World's Devastator. Man, that thing is amazing. I have Warbitron Bruticus. And I've started um, Transform Mission Minnesota. But I haven't got them all yet. I'll probably get them at TFCon this year. And then the next show, the next detail I have, Victorian, the Dinobot Combiner from G Creations, Computron, and um, Defensor from Mate Toys. And in my next shelf, I got Weijing, the Optimus Prime. I told you, that's my favorite toy in my whole collection. That Optimus Prime. I got it, the Hasbro, the Unicron, Transforming Planet Mode. Then I have the um, Hasbro um, Generations Metroplex and a whole bunch of Legends figures that kind of recreate like a city fighting scene from the movie. That's cool. Yeah, so that's real cool. What's your favorite third-party company? I'm just curious. Whew. People going to laugh because, you know, normally when you hear Transformers fans talk, they all run up on fans' toys. 
So I was going to say, mine's fans toys. Everybody <laughs> love fans toys. I don't want ju- fans toys makes the best product. Let me say that. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm a DX9 unique toys fanboy on the low. I think I put that really? on. Really? I like. I, like. I put that on there too. You're a DX fanboy on the low. <laughs> Every time I go to grab it, like whenever I go to grab a toy, it's either their sorter and like he has problems. He's not perfect. Like he has. He's a triple changer. His third mode sucks. It looked like the Oscar mode. It looked like the Oscar Mayer winner mobile. <laughs> So, I mean, that part sucks, but he's a really good toy. And then I always go back to DS9 Chigger, and they're on, uh, uh, DS9 Chigger, Unique Toys, Swap on Sandstorm, and DS9 Rodimus. Every time I want to, like, play with a toy, I always grab those. And I don't know why. Like, Fans Toys makes a great toy. I'm looking at Fans Toys Reflector, their Perceptor, and I actually have one on the Dinobots coming in, two of the Dinobots coming in this week, or this week or next week, depending on shipping. So, I they make a great product. I can't take nothing away from fans toys, but it's when I want to grab a toy, it's always the unique toys DX nine combo. And I like them. Their blur unique toys blur is great. So fans toys is probably the car you want your wife to drive or somebody you care about. But (laughs) DX nine is like that BX, that beat up manual. That's just fun to drive. How many manuals do they still make? It holds a special place in your heart. So that's DX nine for me. If you like playing with a figure and displaying them and stuff, one figure you should get is... Have you checked out the Toy Alliance Optimus Prime? I haven't. I've seen it, but I haven't gotten it yet. Did you like it? He's, I love him. He's okay. so massive, but he's badass, dude. He's bad. Okay. Like he, and he can do everything. Everything. <laughs> he's got like 72 points of articulation. Oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah. He can do everything. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> the only thing, he doesn't come with um, batteries, so... Like, you know, buy some batteries off eBay or something. Okay. I am, and I'm a batteries person, too. I'm one of those people. If it, if it does have batteries, I like to display it with lights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so exactly. I am one of those people. Because there are some people who don't care about electronics. If they put, if the toy has a feature, I, especially like lights and sounds, I do want to try to take it If I have it on okay. display, right, I like to have all the features that it, it comes with available. But if I have it up in storage, yeah, all it the doesn't batteries. Really matter. Take, yeah. you know, right. Yeah, so um, I got two more shells. I have Generation, um, I have Transformers Generation Two, and it's basically Toy World's Coneheads. I, they may win my. So I'm trying to do. We're trying to do uh, Toy Awards every year, and so they may win my um, most surprisingly good Toy Award. Below them, I got a Grapple and a Hoist, and I like that display. And then my G2, I kind of set up based on episodes because Transformers Generation 2 had episodes that focused more on characters than the first season. And so season two, excuse me, not Generation 2. So I got Grappling Hoist from that um, Master Builders episode. Then below that, I got Perceptor, Bumblebee, and um, Braun from the micro, the Microbots episode. And then I got Blaster and Tracks from the Mate Tracks episode. And then bottom is just like a nut. The rest of the season two characters who just didn't have their own specific episode. And then my last one is season three. And like I said, I got DX9, Hot Rod, Ultra Madness, and some G- and Jazz. Make to us Jazz. Sandstorm in his own Detox. Sandstorm and Blur in their own Detox. Octane, all the triple chains. Octane, Black, um, Blitzwing, and Astro Chain in their Detox. And then I got MMC Six Shot. Just in his own Detox. That was... Probably the first Decepticon I bought from third party, and I had I liked them a lot. So, 
And I do have one thing that's not Transformers. I have that. Is it? Is Bandai variant Darth Vader where he has like a samurai outfit? Which one do you have? Do you have the Death Star or do you have the other one? I have the, the Death Star. One. The sec- the Death Star was the second one, right? Yeah, he has like a big thing yeah, yeah. on his helmet. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I have. Okay, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I got the other one. Okay, I, I have a Star Wars shelf behind it because I can't see it from where I'm sitting. I didn't even talk about it. I got a Star Wars shelf below my wrestling shelf, and I got that Vader, and then I got six stormtroopers of that same up next to him. Now I do have the Bumba, Boba Fett, that version of the Boba Fett. I had that pre-order yeah. for long. He's amazing. So I'm going I, got, to... I got the Boba Fett, and okay. they're getting ready to release the white one. Oh, wow. Uh, a Big Bad Toy is the white. It's like the quote-unquote prototype, you know, uh, Boba Fett for 134 It looks dope in white. I really like it. Okay. Yeah, it right. really fits that, that style of figure that all white really matches. Like, it really goes well with it. Do you? So let me ask you this: Do you like those variant and those like where they take a character or take characters and do like a certain spin on? It? Are you a fan of that? It depends. Like I, I haven't cared for the Iron Man that they did, and I haven't cared for the Spider Man that they did. But I do like the you know that Darth Vader. I do like the Stormtroopers. I do like the Darth Maul that I uh, I've seen that they're supposed to be doing. So I like those ones. They do seem that this particular um samurai or Japanese style seems to lend itself more to Star Wars than it does to Marvel. Because I saw the Spider Man and like you know Spider Man his mask you know they tried to do it up and make it like a samurai type mask and that wasn't really I wasn't feeling that either. The Iron Man was kind of like I mean he's a high tech person right so it's kind of hard to make a high tech person look cool in a completely different you know space. Some old ass armor. Yeah, you know. It's that face that kills me. Like everything about that thing, I I could go with. It's just that helmet. The way that they did the helmet looks too 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 kabuki for me. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So that's it. All right. So we're gonna try to keep these podcasts within the hour realm. We're gonna do something different this time, and then you know we'll switch formats as we move forward. So I'm gonna ask you to leave out on this. Did you pick up any toys this week, or did you pre-order any toys this week? Yes, and that's that's always a bad question probably to ask me right before we're trying to end a podcast, because I get stuff a lot, like, yeah. Like, I'm picking stuff up almost, either I'm picking something up, or I'm getting something in the mail. I don't say every day, but more often than not. Okay. So, tell us what you got. Just give us, like, a couple of things that you got. Uh, I got uh, the General Grievous Bandai kit. I just got that in the mail like two days ago, three days ago. Uh, I got a DeLorean kit, like Eagle Moss. They put out models, and you can sign up for like their DeLorean kit where they put out like a DeLorean and you build it yourself. Okay. Fully lights up, all that good stuff. I got the Hot Toys DeLoreans, but I just want to get another DeLorean to go with that one. Do you mind me asking, how and, much uh, is that DeLorean to build it yourself? Because I would like a DeLorean. I don't know yet. Uh, the thing I don't know how much each issue. I think they're they're saying there's like four issues a month, and they're ten ninety five each issue. Okay. And I'm not sure for how long. Like if it's for a year, I mean that's you know it adds up. Right. It starts adding up. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I imagine it's going to be four or five hundred dollars because the way, how much lights and all the detail and stuff. It's more than the hot toys. Like I compared the two, and that's why I want this one because of the attention to detail. Um, 
But yeah, so I got the first two issues. They call them issues, but it's the first two parts, sets of that. Uh, I got the Dragon Dagger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like the life-size one that plays all the music, and I love that thing. <laughs> Everyone else in my house is annoyed, but I love that thing. And then um, I just picked up the Air Marvel Legend Ares and Blade and Jessica Jones. She Jessica Jones is already on the shelf, but I've been messing with the Ares because he's such a big, badass figure. Like, he's a big hunk of plastic and he just looks so dope like he's a figure that i've really wanted i don't have to build a figure of him out for display i have his wave put up but i don't have his wave out because i didn't necessarily pick up all this like if there's a wave i want and i come across it at retail i may pick up the whole wave but it just depends you know like i said i always buy a box and it always gets put up but the way i collect you know different but yeah so i got him and then uh that's oh and then the storm collectibles uh scorpion noob sabot and uh sub-zero those are all be like the last like three days okay how about yourself so i guess i click well i did click comic books but it's been a while but i wind up one of my favorite storylines was the Marvel Fatal Attraction storyline. So I wound up getting Excalibur 71 this week. And so I just need X-Force 25 to finish that up. And my, okay, girl, cool. and my girlfriend, she has been buying me these bobblehead Transformers. So they're like big head, little body. I, I threw the box away, so I forgot the, the name of them. And so she bought me a Starscream and a Cliff Jumper. So ah, cool. I, I have that. And like I said, I got... I know I have fans towards Scoria and fans towards several coming in. And pre-order. I did pre-order on fans towards Coop, their version of Coop, and um, Bad Cube's Huffer. Because all I need is a Huffer and a Cliff Jumper to finish my G1 box. I I, re- I did pre-order what I just pre-ordered like two days ago is the uh, Toy Alliance. They're doing a Nemesis Prime. I saw that. The 18-inch scale. So it looks yeah, I'm good. Pick him up because yeah. I, I, I like the other Optimus. And the way I, I have him like on a bench, not like a bench, but it's like a bookcase that sits right behind my couch. You know what I mean? So he's got he's got room to okay. you know, spread his legs. <laughs> but he's massive, dude. He's massive. And he's like the size of a combiner. Amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't have any combiners like that are... I'm getting into my first combiner soon. Oh, that's what I pre-ordered too. Is the Zeta toys? They're doing a Superion. It looks beautiful. It does. It looks I, I watched a couple reviews of those figures, and they're masterpiece size jets. So I was like, really, I'm amped about those dudes. And because like the same guys that did those, they did who? They did a, uh, a Devastator, right? Yeah, and that's the Devastator I was talking about when I said toy. Because they were on, so the story is they left Toy World and started their own brand. So they have a Bruticus coming out. The individual bots don't look that good, but the combined mode of Bruticus looks amazing. But I was going to say, the shuttle guy, Blastoff, I didn't like the way he looked. That's why I didn't sign up to be, get the Bruticus. Exactly. So, like, the, the individual bots don't look that good. So, like, they have kibble everywhere. But the combined mode looks amazing. But then, if you look... See, I haven't seen anything for their combined mode. I haven't seen a Bruticus combined mode or a Superion, like, what they're supposed to look like. I've seen the Bruticus. I can I can send you some on Instagram, and you can see that. But the, Brutic- the Bruticus combined looks good. As bad as the ones... As bad as he looks... That Blastoff looks, the Bruticus looks that good combined. And he's supposed to have that same Devastator size. 
and I think once they devastate is like twenty four inches. He's tall enough for two D top shelves. That's dope. Yeah, so like the aerial bots I I seen which one was it? Fireflight and what was the other one they showed? I seen the video for those two. Um They look awesome. They look they amazing. Look awesome. Perfect. So this is my first third party combiner that I'm getting into is these dudes right now. Okay. With this superior. Okay. So the only problem with combiners is like you do want a trusted company because you do want to make sure that they finish the project out. That's the only thing that you have to worry about with those. So. Oh shit. Has there been an occasion when a toy company was doing a combiner and put out two or three and then fell? It was one. It was. A, it's been a while. It hasn't. It has. It hasn't been in a long time. Cause somebody doing like a. It was like another Dinobot combiner. It wasn't G Creations and it wasn't on um, Toy World. It was somebody else and they started and they put out one, and then they basically folded after that. Wow. Yeah. But with Zeta Toys, they have. They. You don't have. I would say you won't have to worry about that. And I double. Now their stuff looks awesome, and the quality looks good too. Yeah, and I double down on that, and I pre-order their aerial bots too. So I pre-ordered those the first two I've seen. I'm trying to think what was the other one. It wasn't Silverboat. It wasn't Slingshot. It wasn't. It was Air Raid. It was Air Raid and Fireflight. So I pre-ordered yeah. those two to myself tomorrow. So it was Firefly and Airstrike. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're, they're names for their guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but I think it was the I think it's the G one air raid and Firefly. So that gotcha, should yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that should be cool. All right, well, that's been a good talk. I jab tell them how they can reach you online. Uh if anyone's interested in looking at what I post, uh Jal Horden on Instagram. Just J A L space Horden. Okay. Kinda like Jal like uh <laughs> Hal Jordan just flipped. Okay. He's my favorite. Like, I know I said it's Batman and Iron Man, but, like, my favorite, like, my first dude, when I first started getting into DC, I, I started with Hal Jordan, like, Iron, or Green Lantern and stuff, and all the lanterns. So, do you do you have a definitive Green Lantern toy that you like the most? Or are you just, are they all cool? Or are you waiting for that definitive toy? I, I, no, I just like my setup, because, like, some of them were only put out through, like, Maddie Collector, or their collector website. I just like having all the different lanterns set up, like in the right colors, like in order. I don't know. That's what I like about my lantern display. Okay. All right. Well, again, this has been Darren and J.R. Horton. He told you how to contact him. You can contact me at DW underscore RTR. That's on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And thank you guys for listening. Take it easy.